0: to the podcast i feel Uh,
1: like i cut you off
0: yeah yeah, that's okay that's okay it's the macaw podcast universe (laughs) and it exists why jordan
1: oh you're using a studious voice because of this is a studious series
0: Yes, I'm uh, uh, an intellectual on this.
1: Yeah, so we exist to prove people wrong when they say sequels are never better than the originals.
0: Was I actually doing a voice or something? <laughs>
1: it just seemed like you were being a little bit more proper than usual. You're sitting up very straight right now.
0: I was I was listening to a, a podcast about posture and guitar playing, and so today I am like... It's really in the forefront of my mind. Yeah. And I did watch a four-and-a-half-hour German film. Yeah. That was silent. So yeah. uh Today we so here we go. Before I even intro. My, name is Micah, my McCaw, name's Micah. Hi And and we have a special guest that you can already see on the title. But I was trying to I really wanted to do this series. I thought it would be fun. It's our it'll be our oldest series we've ever covered. I don't think we will ever beat that. Yeah. Uh and I I I could only think of one person that I knew that would be willing to do this and <laughs> probably even enjoy it.
1: I hope so, because it's a lot to ask of somebody. And that is
0: friend of the pod, lover of the pod, pastor extraordinaire wearing the Micah Macaw <laughs> hat. It's Michael Combs. Welcome to the podcast, Mike.
2: Hey, welcome in. I felt very welcome. Happy Good. to be here.
1: <laughs> Are you? <laughs> well, <laughs> after this?
2: <laughs> well, I, I will say I, I started a sabbatical on June 1st and I was at a German monastery watching this German film.
0: Very cool. I don't
1: think anyone can top that.
2: It was the only way
1: (laughs) someone can top that is seeing this movie when it came out in 1922.
0: Yeah. I can't that's pretty great. That's yeah. I don't I don't know if anyone alive
2: can beat that. (laughs) No. 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 Did did it
1: did that make the experience more enjoyable for you?
2: Um Maybe or made me <laughs> enter into the Doctor Mabusa verse a little bit more. And uh-huh. Got crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I, I might be out of my mind now. I don't know. <laughs>
0: so, uh, okay. So none of us watched this movie before this this week.
1: Oh. Oh, I've seen this. It's my fourth time seeing this movie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and and listener, uh, so so I knew doing this. There's a huge chance that all of our listeners would not watch a movie, which is okay. But I am I love movies and I love movie history and I do think silent films they are tough. Frankly, mm-hmm. they're tough. Unless you're watching like Buster Keaton or Charlie Chaplin, those are pretty watchable even today. Right. I mean, these are tough. But I got to say the the more I've watched of silent films, which I've watched a bunch this year, it it it's getting a little bit easier and there's certainly a lot of stuff that I appreciate that I feel not, it, it, it's like, it, I do know that people are missing out by not checking this stuff out. Yeah. People who really love movies, uh, a movie like Dr. Mayboose that we were talking today, The Gambler from 1922. If you haven't seen this movie, you gotta watch it. This movie rules. <laughs> This movie rocks. Yeah, I, I loved, loved this movie. I really liked it. It was great. Now the caveat is we actually we literally watch it in five sittings. Now yeah. we were trying to do less than that, <laughs> but it just because of timing, that's how it worked out.
1: Which is good too, because the only copy the only version of this film we could find uh, had no music accompanying it. That's
0: yes. tough.
2: Oh. So
1: it was like so complete silent.
2: Oh, I found a music version.
1: Awesome, oh, just... good for you.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> I found the silent version and it was like I can't do this. Yeah, yeah. And so I did some deep dive on YouTube and found one with the music.
1: <laughs> we did find one with music, but it didn't ha- like this. It didn't have um, translated subtitles. Yeah, or um. title cards. So it was <laughs>
2: like... just having both going at the same time uh... on the screen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. I knew I could find it if I kept looking, but I was sort of like, All right, do you have a problem with this?" And Jordan's like, "No, let's just watch it and." I, I, it is easier to watch it with music for sure. But the thing I have noticed about watching a lot of silent films recently is, I mean, music scoring has changed so much over the decades and like this movie does not have a designated score or anything. So a lot of times it's just someone playing like music over the score or whatever, and it's not necessarily additive in the way that a modern movie utilizes music. Mm -hmm. Um, that is in no way to say you should watch silent movie silent. I don't believe that. Okay. I'm not, I'm not like <laughs>
2: thinking that, but it's not like, like. or you should at least accompany it yourself. Yourself. You should yeah. Make up yeah your own in music. real time. That's what Micah was doing. He was playing along <laughs> as he felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, You know, there was a cool, um,
0: I think, uh, Georges Melies, the French, uh, filmmaker, one of the early guys, uh, you can you can see stuff by him that's before the turn of the century even uh his most famous film uh, a trip to the moon the version we watched had like a modern like synth score
1: yeah and oh, it was whoa.
0: very cool because it it's the sci it's the first sci-fi movie uh and and you know they're flying to the moon and you're hearing all this cool synth stuff that was cool so wow, it's pretty cool be, when people yeah. you know go in and, and change it but um yeah so so how did you feel mike watching this oh. movie what's your like initial reaction
2: to this thing man it's long no uh <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh i hadn't i didn't i purposely like i i read a little bit yeah about like oh here's this series german director etc et et but like purposely didn't look at any plot lines i thought mabuse was a hero of some sort yeah is... i think i did as well <laughs> yeah, yeah. i was like oh this is like a sherlock holmes or something but right <laughs> that's what i thought yeah <laughs> and to find out no this is a super villain <laughs> like proto joker yeah uh, was pretty shocking yeah um so i was like oh this is completely different have no idea what i'm in for here we go um and i will say the music's really good. Cool. <laughs> the soundtrack, That's pretty good. incredible. <laughs> it That's creates good. a lot of tension. uh I also went on and watched um the Testament as well. The next one. Oh, we haven't uh, seen it. So wow, you you knocked out too right there. Oh yeah, six hours of my life. I'll never get back. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but you can see, you know, this music, so the music in this movie is really like creates the tension and the feelings all around, along with what's going on the next movie there's almost there is there's no music it's all sound
1: whoa yes.
2: cool. so that's something to look for when you get into the next one but uh it Very was just cool. interesting yeah two yeah, different well, experiences
0: and and uh i i don't know if you notice this but uh this this is cited as one of akira kurosawa's favorite movies really so it's like list of top hundred or something like that cool uh
2: yeah a lot and of that people, makes sense. a lot of great directors talk about this movie. It's yeah. like once you once you're into it, you like see it everywhere. You're like, oh yeah, Christopher Nolan loves it and all these guys love it. Yeah. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah.
0: Um and then your initial reaction, Jordan?
1: Uh yeah, I thought this movie slapped. It was so cool. <laughs> yeah. Um May booze, man, I don't think there is a cooler more distinguished looking person who existed in time <laughs> yeah yeah he just had he's it got a all. face man <laughs> yeah he's just got like the craziest eyebrows and eyes and mm-hmm. every disguise he was in it's like he was more compelling than the last one but then yeah. when he wasn't even wearing a disguise it was like you're you are you are your are like your face is made to be captured on film <laughs> yeah
0: yeah absolutely he was
1: so good
0: yeah. yeah, and and of course, my initial reaction is, yeah, this is a big, this is a big wowza movie. Um, yeah. So Jordan made fun of me about this in our our previous episode, setting this up. But for Christmas, there was a there was a book, there was a a gift exchange situation, and I was able to nab a thousand and one movies to watch before you die. And so I've yeah. been going a from a good the... thing
1: and a bad thing for my good.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> But I've been going from the beginning and I think it I think the first year's like nineteen fifteen or something like that. And this year I've been trying to get through the teens and the twenties. I'm only in mm-hmm. twenty-two here. Mm-hmm. Um by the time you're listening to this, hopefully I'm getting closer to the thirties. And um <laughs> so I've watched quite a few silent films, and um this one was one of the, the best wow. of, of the batch for sure. Yeah. Um and I and yeah. some of the others I've I've really enjoyed. But someone like <sighs> D.W. Griffith, who of course is a very famous, uh, very racist man that existed. Um, he has movies that are like you got to watch these, and I have found it very hard to engage with his movies. Mm. For yeah. for one reason, I mean, the racism is hard to watch these mm-hmm. days. Even at the time, the movie Birth of a Nation was controversial, but when you watch it now, it is right. like holy cow. Um, but even setting that aside, I I feel like he's always trying to like preach a message very specifically in okay. all the three movies I've seen of his. Yeah. Um, and this movie was like, it, was, it had a lot of modern sensibilities mm-hmm. and it was a lot of like open to interpretation stuff going on and kind of weird. And, mm-hmm. you know, something that I really love um, that I was noticing in this and I've noticed in the others is that, you know, it's before sound Right. is in movies and and one of the things i think this is what's propelling people to do yeah. this is one i th- i think that they're going there's there's a school of director that's going okay we can now film a play basically mm-hmm. and then there's a school of director who is saying oh now we can do things we can't do on stage mm-hmm. so they're doing weird stuff um <laughs> you know like floating people and and weird ghosts that are coming in and out and and <laughs> flying texts and all of this and um And then on top of that, I think because there is no sound, you have to build tension and build sets in a way that's compelling and it can't rely on sound. So if we watch like an Aaron Sorkin movie now, Mm -hmm. you know, he builds all that tension in the dialogue. Yep. And then of course, with a good director, there's all this other stuff going on. But these are like that you cannot count on the dialogue. Yeah. So I find visually that a lot of these old movies dare I say a lot of them look even better than a lot of the movies that come out today with more tools at our disposal. Yeah. And this movie, I mean, holy cow, it looks incredible.
1: Oh my gosh. Yeah. It, it's
0: crazy. Yeah. So I've got my one spiel out of the way already.
1: Okay. <laughs>
2: <laughs> spiel, uh, good, good use of a German word. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I've never thought about that, but that makes sense. Yeah. So
2: hey, wait, sp- spieler means gambler. You just said the title. Oh ah.
0: <laughs> wait, so wait, what does just spiel solo mean?
2: I don't I don't I don't know if there's a word, but spieler is the huh. the gambler. Yeah. So right? Yeah. They're spieler. Gambler, puppeteer, or actor.
0: Okay. Very good. So we're, cool. we're getting a German
2: lesson here today, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: Okay, so let me tell everybody about Fritz Lang. That is the director of this movie. He's actually Austrian. Okay. And uh, he had a, he had a uh, um, citizen, uh, citizenship in Germany, and he later, like, uh, denied it or, or said, like... I- Renounced it? Renounced it. Yes, okay. that's the term. Um, I'm only going to cover a little bit of his life, but he serves in the Austrian army. He's wounded four times and lost the sight uh, in his right eye
1: well wow.
0: um and while he's in the war he is writing ideas for movies gets out of the war at the
1: same time tolkien was writing com- coming up with lord of the rings i'm just joking i don't it know well if it was
0: during the same time that'd be world war one yeah. yeah yeah no yeah that's, a, that would that's be actually kind anxiety. of wild yeah wow you, you said it as a joke because you imagined the footage from the tolkien movie Right. oh
1: no i didn't oh i didn't oh. i just always <laughs>
0: <That's a joke. laughs> i never saw that movie but i just remembered when i saw the balrog come out of like the trenches of germany i was like no i'm not seeing this movie I don't <laughs>
2: remember that <laughs> did you see it mike no no it uh, looked rough there was a. am kind of in a lot of tolkien spaces uh-huh. and there was a big uproar about how bad it was and
0: yeah. oh, okay and yeah.
2: everything so i was just like ah then i won't spend my time watch. i'll watch four and a half hours of this german film uh, yeah <laughs> yeah well
0: it, it had that it had that vibe of like uh, the trailers made it seem like everywhere he'd go he'd be like oh i hit my toe frodo <laughs> oh yeah frodo yeah frodo and then he'd look at yeah. a bag on the end of his uh-huh. counter and be like bag in frodo yeah. bag in
2: you know <laughs> The but same mean, guys who produced uh solo, the movie.
0: <laughs> they yeah. just did the same thing. <laughs> solo. How to get his last name? <laughs> um yeah, so he gets out of the war and then uh he marries this woman named Marius Lisa Rosenthal. Now, I thought that this was interesting because she died of mysterious a mysterious gunshot wound from his world war ii firearm whoa what he was uh he was kind of engaging in an affair and she came home and he claims that she you know went into the other room grabbed his firearm and killed herself okay uh but i guess it i guess it wasn't really that heavily investigated but oh, he did maintain that. Yikes. He did maintain that. But I did see a film critic who said something like, all of his movies are about like guilt. and, and Oh, my God. And, um, <laughs> you know, like, like, what have I done? All of this sorts of thing. And, and so he, you know, they think that
2: he did, like, kill his wife.
0: Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> crazy. I'm not saying he did or he didn't.
2: There's, if, a, if you... there's a lot of mystery around Mr. Lane. Like, even how he said he got here to the United States, there's a whole story. Uh, oh, that, wait, uh,
0: why don't you hit us with that? Because I don't know. So, so he had
2: this he had this kind of mythos about how he got here. Like, uh, what is it? Joseph Goebbels? Yeah. He's the propaganda officer for the Nazis. Mm-hmm. And he wants yeah. him to be the, the top director for their, all their films. Okay. And, and he's like, but I'm half Jewish. And the myth is that he says, we'll decide who's Jewish. <laughs> that kind of a thing. Oh, okay. And he says, I'll do it. But then he said that he left that night. Like, he went to the bank, got all his money, and left. His passport shows that he was there for a few more months. Oh, wow. And then, yeah. So, like, the, even in his, his kind of story of coming to America and becoming this big director here, there's mm-hmm. all these little, not quite lies, but, like, left information out.
1: Yeah, but conveniently. It,
2: it, yeah, which then makes his movies kind of more interesting because they're like, "Are you working through some stuff here? What's yeah. the therapy for you? What's going on?" Oh, <laughs> so that's it's interesting. pretty interesting. Yeah, so people yeah, give him a hard time. Hmm, that was like for that story.
0: You know, back in the day when you could, you could have a past that people don't know about. That was possible. Right. Uh-huh. That's not really yeah. possible anymore. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty wild. So we don't know about the wife. Uh, no, but then he starts an affair with thea von harbo who was married to actor rudolph klein rogue and uh it was That's, no
1: isn't that my, my booze
0: yeah that is <laughs> oh it is yeah oh yes. <laughs> oh geez wow
1: So <laughs> i wonder when that started
0: well so during the filming of this i guess it was no secret to the film community and she moved out of her home with klein and moved into the same apartment building as fritz and then um they and this was around 1920 and they start working on the screenplay for this movie and
1: right. they still work together. I wow. guess so.
2: <laughs> I guess so. that different. It's Germany time. in the 20s. I Everything's mean, a little loosey goosey. <laughs> we all know
0: Germany in the 20s. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's a great depression people are living you know? <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: wow that's crazy so yeah the screenplay is by fritz and yarbo who we just spoke of and she also worked with him on metropolis cool. uh which is probably his most famous movie yeah um i've not seen it but i'm planning on watching it before our next episode i would love to watch it too okay um, micah
1: don't watch it without me
0: i was just gonna watch it throughout the mornings the
2: next couple of days okay
0: uh-huh. uh and, and... What's
2: interesting? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. what's in- what's interesting about Metropolis is it's kind of a class struggle mm-hmm. messiah concept. Um, the Nazis loved it, and yet it's kind oh, of interesting. anti-Nazi. Interesting. I, I, apparently, Hitler loved the film because he saw it as like, yeah, we're the messiah character, bringing the working class and the elite together. Whoa. And <laughs> yeah. So that's why Fritz was like wanted by them to become their director. Was this film? and yet he's like that's not what it's about at all yeah (laughs) yeah you missed it so it can be interpreted it was being interpreted in a couple different ways even when it was out so
0: that's really interesting
2: yeah it's yeah and i guess it's one of those movies that kind of gets grabbed by different groups as like yeah this is what we're trying to do and uh gotcha the
0: the matrix of its day
2: definitely yeah. <laughs> definitely
0: yeah i'm pretty sure this is exactly my ideology they're trying to say
2: <laughs> yep exactly
0: um yeah. wow okay well can, I, you know that's a movie i've always wanted to watch and i've just never pulled the trigger on it but
2: um yeah some of the images from the, they're iconic you know yeah, just the yeah. android and they're, they're yeah they influence so much too and and that's a wild one
0: because as recently as two thousand ten they found like more footage from the movie. Really? So they still don't have the complete cut of the movie. Oh. But I think it's up to two and a half hours. And I think the believed cut is like two fifty or something okay. like that. That's but for a while it was like we had an hour and a half of the movie. Oh wow. Or maybe two hours in yeah. like the eighties. And then finally in two thousand ten, they found a reel in Argentina or something like that. Um yeah. So, but this movie is based on Doctor Mabuse the Gambler, a novel by Norbert Jacques. 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 Oh, Jacques. Jacques. Okay. Jacques.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, and the the they started working on this movie uh before the novel came out. Okay. Uh, they
1: even did that back then.
0: Yeah, or or <laughs> I had said before it was finished serializing. So they must have been putting it in newspapers at the okay. time. Okay. Okay. Um, or whatever. However that worked. Whatever they did in Little Women sure (laughs) (laughs) uh and then in 1921 quickly becomes a bestseller and the movie was successful and then so i was under the impression that this was like a penny dreadful novel situation where they would you know he'd put out like one a year kind of thing like he was the james patterson of his day that's what i guess before i looked this up the Hmm. next novel comes out in 1950 which is after the second movie Whoa! So we are going to talk about that next uh, week, um, because I believe that the sequel influences how the author writes the next Dang, book. Dang, that's and interesting. Stuff like that. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, I guess maybe, because prior to seeing this movie, I thought this was a Sherlock situation as well, where he's uh, like some investigator or something. So it's like, oh, there's got to be like a hundred books of this guy. Yeah. And it's like, now seeing the movie, he's not that. So it's like, yeah. oh, okay, this, maybe this makes a little bit more sense why there aren't, like, 100 books.
0: Right. And and I I should clarify for the audience, if they are uh, OCD in regards to this sort of thing, as I am, there are more movies than the three that we're going to cover. And they do have relationships to these movies, a couple of them, but then some <laughs> are remakes. And I just made the call that that, much like if we were covering Sherlock Holmes, we would choose, you know, like, right. oh, we're doing this person as sherlock holmes we wouldn't cover every single sherlock holmes movie. yeah so um we're just doing the fritz lang trilogy that's mm-hmm. all we're doing um
2: yeah there's a there's something interesting though his yeah, movie please. M. yes his, i've seen M um, okay it's the same um inspector inspector uh, oh Roman. and the, von
1: Wenk or whatever is? yeah yeah yeah, okay.
2: yeah it's the same same guy and so some people Bring M into the three movies. As oh, kind interesting! Of in the same uni- in the same universe. Hmm. So. Okay, that's fun. Does he, do you know if he's? So like- they were doing what Marvel does way before. This <laughs> has <laughs> <laughs> been going on since the twenties, folks. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, So they they talk a lot about people bringing in M as also part. Of, there's like the trilogy, these three films, plus M's kind of in there because it has oh, similar interesting and a, and a connection with the the inspector
0: so okay and m oh man that that is a movie i would recommend to Ooh. anyone who likes movies because it is totally watchable and it has one of the best endings i've ever seen in a movie um
1: is that one a murder mystery
0: well they're hunting a child killer
1: that's what it is you, yeah okay yeah
0: and it's peter yeah. Lorre, and he's incredible Uh, By now, I've actually seen him, and it's it's interesting when you're watching old movies and you start like (laughs) I'm like oh I've seen like three or four Peter Lorre movies, and he's always (laughs) so good. Um, Yeah, no, but yeah, Yeah. that movie is a huge recommend. Uh, Yeah, you you can't you can't go your life without watching M. Yeah, watch it. Yeah, (laughs) I watched it
2: after testament i was like oh there's a connect. Oh, so, so i've you a lot three. of time <laughs> yeah, yeah and i've got a the thousand eyes in like you right now so um no they're great yeah they're uh, fantastic. so
1: that's one of the coolest <laughs> movie posters i've ever seen
0: oh, oh yeah it's incredible that's so cool <laughs> yeah it's it's unbelievable um it, it's truly a great movie mm. um yeah that's that's so funny the the other movie uh I think it came out in the 30s. Have you seen The Great Dictator? The Charlie Chaplin. Uh huh. Yeah. That's another one. Those that and M. Like when I saw the endings of those movies, I was like, "Oh, the, these the endings of these movies is so moving. Mm-hmm. Are yeah. so moving. Mm-hmm. It, it's really like a cut above most anything you'll see." Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Dictator is a very interesting, funny movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, but back to this. Uh, one day we'll 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 cover every Charlie Chaplin, The Tramp, cinematic universe. Ah, okay, cool. How many of those
1: are there? I mean, there of those. Oh my, like gosh. so many,
0: right? I mean, I'd think it'd be at least in the twenties. Oh, not a... counting shorts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh.
2: man, that would be. That's fun, just you, would, but... That's just how you end out the podcast. And just it that's yeah, got we... twenty episodes left. This is what
0: we're doing. <laughs> That's how we stop having any listeners, except for you.
2: (laughs) I'm in it. I'm a guest host on every episode. (laughs) Uh,
0: Okay, so the cinematography on this movie is Carl Hoffman, and he's done a lot, but they're all German silent films and and talkies Mm -hmm. from the very beginning. I didn't know what any of them were, Mm -hmm. so I, I didn't report on that. Um this movie was split into two parts. This was the original <laughs> this was the original uh two parter d- Deathly Hallows. Oh. <laughs> um part one comes out in um April seventeenth, two thousand twenty uh nineteen <laughs> <19th. laughs> I was trying not to do that, uh nineteen twenty two, and then part two comes out May twenty sixth, nineteen twenty two. Okay. Yeah. I, I really just had trouble because i was just seeing i just p- marked it as slash 22 and i was like it's not 2002 it's not two oh. thousand 22 eh? <laughs> yeah um hit us with a couple actors though
1: okay so rudolph klein rogue i know that's not correct um it's so interesting to cover something so old because people's bios are so fascinating um mm. so i mm. i like his so this this is dr maybooth um so he was the prototype for the master criminal, the irredeemable arch-villain or mad scientist. Um, that, that's like what he was known for.
0: And, you right? know, I, I saw someone mention uh, in like the reception of the movie, and it totally tracks that it's like th- there's a pretty clear line from Dr. Maybooth to like Dr. No, and all yeah. of these Bond yeah. villains. And yeah, even probably some of the portrayals of like Moriarty and stuff like that that we've had. Um, Yeah, definitely.
1: This is interesting, too. A powerful personality possessed of an almost hypnotic stare and a strong, resonant voice,
0: (laughs) which we'll hear in the next
1: movie. Um, He continued on through the 30s in supporting roles. However, the period of expressionist cinema in Germany had all but run its course, and he died in relative obscurity in Austria in 1955. That's pretty fascinating. Um, So he is also in Metropolis.
0: Oh, great. um, Awesome.
1: (laughs) And... Of course, just so many other silent movies. These, like, a lot of German ones, obviously, that I've never heard of. Yeah. Um, and then Odd Ageed nissen She plays Kara Caroza. That's the the first girl, our first heroine in the, the movie.
0: Yeah. The, um, the teaming up with Mabus, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. Um, she's also in things such as uh, she's in Phantom, the German uh, Phantom of the Opera, but like the German version of that. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, a movie called Eskimo, and a lot of other German silent films as well. Gertrude Welker, who plays Countess Told, yeah. Um, she is also in hmm, what is this? The Chronicles of the Grey House. And so many things that don't even have covers, I feel like, because they're so old or, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obscure. <laughs> Maybe
0: even lost to time.
1: Yeah. And then...
0: Why don't you just hit the inspector? That's what I, then, That's who
1: I was yeah. going to find. Um, Bernard Goetzka <laughs> 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 plays pr- Prosecutor Von <laughs> Wenck. That is not correct, either. He is also in Salamander. Partly why I'm not saying certain titles, is because I don't know how to pronounce them.
2: Yeah. Which well, is apparently he's problem. an M, you said. Uh, no. So the, the next inspector, sorry. in Oh, uh, in the oh okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. The next, yeah. The next movie. Gotcha.
1: Um, so yeah, this, this guy is in a, in a ton of other German films as well that I can't pronounce. Yeah. The names of.
0: <laughs> right. It's interesting
1: that these people are so old that several of them are Prussian.
0: And that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's pre-Germany, right? That doesn't
1: exist anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Is yeah. that, is that pre-Germany, right? No. Or at the same time? the same time okay it's been been a while since i R- really pivotal in my history. world war one right yes yeah. of course yes um wow that's crazy yeah um so one thing again with this movie talking about like the mo- like you know there's no way to put ourselves totally back in 1922 and see a movie in in that time so we always have our modern lens but I was blown away by something, and I'm, I'm curious if either of you felt this as well, but the first person that he's trying to con, I know we're not jumping into the movie yet, I just since we're on casting here, um, yeah. I can't remember Hole. his name. Was it? Hole. Hole, yes. He When he showed up in the movie, I thought, man, this guy's got nothing going on, you know, on his face.
1: He's, a, yeah, he's like Adonis, you know, he's just like symmetrical. Yeah. And I thought pretty boy,
0: I thought they just cast this guy, whatever, yeah. you know, Um mm-hmm. and, and he probably didn't have much of a career whatever. And then, you look like a millionaire's son. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs> you look like yeah. a hammer.
0: But, but from it was the like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. but like maybe was so striking, his villains were his like sidekicks were so striking. I was like, oh, okay, this is like the throwaway guy. But then, by the end, once he's been conned, he's so disheveled, and oh, the he, way he yeah, was acting, so good. I was like, "Oh, this is." You know, I love thinking about like why someone would cast a certain actor, and I was watching this, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Even in 1922, there were people who were like, <laughs> "We got to get him because he captures this vibe, and then he will get down <laughs> to this bad level."
1: Well, it's funny yeah. to even because I I I'm with you there. Like I felt the same way. Yeah, but then you have to remember Doctor Mabuse
0: yeah the guy who
1: played him and it's like they captured they that guy had a vibe yeah oh so it's like why wouldn't they know that about other people
0: (laughs) yeah yeah uh it just kind of blew me away it it, his performance weirdly felt very modern whole uh yeah yeah um i know that it's hard to judge because like you know the speed is different and they are (laughs) like we can't hear their voices but it just felt like This is a very modern like character and very modern. A lot of the things he was doing felt that way to me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, so now let's get into some more sweet, sweet history on this. Um, Here are some of the changes between the book and the movie, Uh, and Mm -hmm. I think this speaks to uh, Lang. At least in these first two Mabuse movies, he is definitely like commenting on German society and then the Nazi Mm -hmm. Party and stuff like that. So a lot of these changes, I think, are what turn it into that. And it's a good, good lesson for our listeners who, you know, like thinking about the stuff too, like, you don't have to adapt a book faithfully. Uh, Mm -hmm. If you got a strong, really strong take, or you can adapt it better in some ways, that's okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this movie wouldn't be great, I don't think, if it followed the book all the way. Okay, so the film made some changes. Uh, The characters would often engage in soliloquies. They had to cut that, of course. It's a silent film. So there's that. (laughs) Um, There was also a subplot where Mabusa's actions are shown to be motivated by a desire to create his own country within South America, which is kind of interesting. (laughs) That is really interesting. But I like... Okay. I like that we kind of don't know what motivates him beyond almost like feeding on other suffering okay it seems more like open to interpretation and stranger okay um or just his selfishness you know yeah yeah he's just a classic
2: narcissist i yeah. mean yeah
1: just craves when it coward. comes down
2: to it he's just yeah it's about him the world revolves around him what he wants to do yeah and he doesn't care who gets hurt in yeah in the meantime yeah
0: yeah um the historian David Callet, film historian, points out that by... Whoa, well, oh, here we go. By eliminating references to Mabuse's motivation, Lang starts to dehumanize the character, which helped lead to the character becoming a franchise. But Calat also notes that this element... Uh, this eliminates the irony of the fact that Mabuse was seen by many viewers as a representation of aspects of Adolf Hitler, and many Nazis actually fled to South America after World War II. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those are some interesting things that the movie added uh and changed, which I thought were helpful to the movie um Lang and von Harbo, who is the woman he's he will later marry but is the affair he's having now, um, <laughs> they added uh that he was a counterfeiter, but the novel did not have that um interesting, which adds to the social subtext of the movie because at the time um you know germany has to pay war reparations and many germans basically
2: viewed money as worthless
1: oh wow that's interesting
2: yeah yes it's hyper uh, hyperinflation's going crazy yeah you got car- cards of you know huge amounts of paper do- you know i can't remember the name of the currency right now anyways yeah it's worthless
0: and it's, it's
2: a, that's the that's the main thing everybody the deutschmark yeah there we go yeah um, but everything's hyperinflated, so the economy is the villain. Yeah. But Mabuse is using it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he's he's both villain and using what everybody is being harmed by to harm them more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, um, yeah.
0: Dang, that's crazy. Uh, and yeah. also, like, the first 20 minutes of the movie where we're getting introduced to Mabuse was not in the book. Uh, okay the shuffling of the deck of photos where he's going to become yeah. the disguises
2: incredible um, incredible yeah. oh yeah <laughs> that's so good yeah.
0: um the ending of the second part of the movie is also uh different um yeah and so the movie's also hitting on the volatile stock market the gambling the slums like it's it's all hitting this that germany is not maybe the best place to live right now and this movie's kind mm-hmm. of doing this um uh i'm trying to find the certain quote yes um the Berler, berliner this Illust, mm, is a magazine <laughs> the berliner <laughs> uh, okay. okay that's good yeah in its april 30th 1922 issue said of the movie quote it will give people 50 or 100 years from now an idea of an age that they could hardly comprehend without such a document
1: oh my gosh we're 100 years from now
0: i know we're That's doing but it is i think <laughs> i think beyond just like oh here's a movie from then it's like it's capturing although it's fiction like german society uh-huh. at that time yeah um yeah and that's why, that's why you, can, you can tell, you know, if you're a young listener, you can tell your parents, I got to stay up late tonight because I got to watch <laughs> Dr. Mabers.
1: And learn about German culture in the 20s. Yeah,
0: do a book report on it. I mean, a movie report on it. Do they have those at school yet? What? They should have movie reports at school. I'd mm-hmm. have aced those. Yeah, you would have. <laughs> um, let's see, what else do I got? There was a contemporary Nazi critic at the time who said that
2: Mabush
0: "Mabush was a quintessential Jewish figure who goes through time with the singular goal of the mastery of the world regardless of the consequences. Um, That is
1: so fascinating, just that quote, and you can just take that to anything today of anything that comes out, and it's like super clear what the person's trying to say, and then you're always going to have a camp of people that are like, got it, you know, completely backwards. Yep and it's like i actually think it's this thing and it's like i don't even know how you get that yeah <laughs> but but because of you you're going into it already with certain with a certain perspective of how you live your life
0: yeah you're going to exactly. see
1: it a certain way that's so fascinating
0: well and in and in a, in a certain way i think there's like a healthy uh uh way to engage art where you can bring your perspective yeah like oftentimes Even stuff that is not religious in any way, I can find like a, like a meaning that I connect to from a Christian perspective Mm -hmm. that, that, and and it's like, maybe I purposely like, you know, thought that way, or it just kind of happened that way. Mm -hmm. But then Mm -hmm. there, then there's something like, you know, just not understanding something that can happen too. (laughs) Yes,
2: very much so. (laughs) Very true.
0: And uh, I think we can pretty... We can put a stamp on Nazis didn't understand a lot of stuff. <laughs> Not great. Yeah. Um, so, do we know at this time would would Adolf Hitler be rising to power yet?
1: Oh, I forgot. I wanted to look up a timeline.
2: Yeah. Uh, so the Nazi Party is rising in the twenties. Um, I think he was di- he became dictator in thirty three. Yeah. So. Okay it's building at this point the party is gaining kind of notoriety like it's becoming a thing but i don't think it's not like what we think of it we think of it yeah uh, i mean they he does come into office in july of 1921 okay okay Uh, but then i think that he becomes dictator 33 i believe something like that so there's there's a ramp up anyways mm-hmm. but yeah i mean fritz there's interviews you can watch of him of him saying i could everybody could kind of see it's coming like okay. the nazi party started in the tw- 1920 and it's building getting mm-hmm. more popular gaining more power so i, I mean and fritz is kind of commenting on this rise to power in these two films
0: yeah Yeah. because i i felt especially the second part of this movie felt i mean i kind of knew there was something you know nazi related in these movies i i hadn't done much research yet um Mm -hmm. and it and it felt like the second half of this movie was very much like an indictment of the nazi party or whoever was trying to come into power in the 20s which of course we know is the nazi party so right um, Mm -hmm. you know there's that scene where He, the girl is, or he puts someone in the prison, and then he says like, "Damn them if they're in prison," or something to that effect. Like, I don't care, Mm -hmm,
2: mm -hmm. and it just
0: felt like, oh yeah, we're just putting people in. I
1: think especially because I think someone was like, because she was on their team, Uh and they're like, we have. Aren't you going to do something for her? Like, help her? She's literally like, will die for you. And he's like, no, yeah, she's done. (laughs) Yeah, she's like, doesn't. I, I don't need her anymore. Yeah, actually, kill her because. She's she's a loose end,
2: right? Yeah, yeah. And it, the, and the next, oh, go ahead. The next film expands on that quite a bit more. Okay. So <laughs> that idea of like people are to be used, and yeah. like that's that's the way Mabu sees people. They're just yeah. tools, okay. and when they no longer have a use, you get rid of them. And uh, and you can see that same ideology in the Nazis, right? Like uh, these Jews, they'll be in these work camps, but. We don't need to take care of them. You know, it's a so very similar thing going on.
1: Yeah, I'm interested Man. definitely yeah. in the second. But because of how this movie ended, I don't really know what a second movie can be like. Yeah. Especially because it's at the so end good. of this
0: movie, <laughs> uh,
1: spoiler alert, but like at the very end of this movie, he is like literally haunted by the people who helped him and died for him or that mm-hmm. died as a result of what of his actions. Yeah. And they're like ghosts. And he like yeah. goes crazy over it. Yeah, and it's interesting because it's like it almost feels like he wouldn't be the kind of character that would be haunted. Yeah, by that. So I very interested in what the how the next what the next movie will do.
0: Well, and would it, would it surprise you to know, Jordan, that the next movie is the the famous one? If yeah. we're if we're comparing, wow, the movies. The Testament of Dr. Mabuse is like if someone said you can only watch one, they would That's say the you have to watch that one. That's the that's the big one
2: mm-hmm.
0: um yeah so i'm really excited to watch it and i i think i read something about what happens in the next one while reading through this and i was like ooh, that could be incredibly interesting <laughs> if it's that. but okay. i don't want to i don't want to say or whatever um was that one on youtube as well is that in the public domain do you know yeah it? yeah it's on oh. youtube so you you gotta love watching these old movies because you just go on YouTube. They're just
2: public domain, yeah. high quality. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. No, uh, it's yeah. It proves your podcast thesis, in my opinion. Okay, one of the first. <laughs> so, I'm excited that's awesome. for you guys to watch it.
0: Um. Just one more, one more thing here. I just thought it was worth noting that in 1927, the movie was released uh, in the U.S. It was half as long, and the New York Times said it was too long and not good.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> um, and then the full length came out in 1973, and people seemed to like it.
1: Man, that's but so even that's interesting that it came out. Okay, so they trimmed it down by half uh-huh.
0: <laughs> to release it in the U.S.
1: in 1927. And it's like you. It would be interesting <laughs> as an American in 1927 living in that context to be bored by it or like you didn't like it. And it's like I just would be so interested to talk to someone about, in 1927. Well, and about that was
2: it. like a critic. Well, that, no, so no, it is like, a critic.
1: Yeah, it's not just a random person going but to it, see the movie.
2: It's the paper of record, though. I mean, it's yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah, I think I remember reading a quote. It said, I "Had it in my notes here." Um, hyperbolic overacting yeah yes. <laughs> wow <laughs> but you have to over you in a silent have film. to do that in a <laughs> I know. it's kind of like yeah that's kind of the point yeah uh, okay it sounds so. like a
0: contemporary review of like someone yeah. who's kind of trying to troll people
2: you know yeah totally <laughs> totally
0: <laughs> it, it is funny like seeing film criticism back then because the, there are. I mean, no matter what, it's like they they don't know that the movie's gonna be what it is. Yeah. Which always <sighs> makes me wonder, like, what are those movies that we're missing out of or we wrote off that will be remembered? You know, in a way that we yes. have no
2: clue. Um, like Joker. Anyway. Right. <laughs> Why would you say that on our Mabuse episode? Oh, Might Fritz- be some influence. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Fritz Lang uh, uh, just turned over in his grave. <laughs> but i mean actually it is a good example because potentially you know maybe that would stand the test of time maybe it would even become more relevant to a future
2: audience than looking looking back on what happens during the context of the movie yeah in history i i feel like we look back and go oh yeah and then the nazis happened right yeah and that, yeah. that yeah. like provides That's flavoring such a... this yeah
0: I mean, that gives like this movie, like 20% extra juice because mm-hmm. it's just like, oh, right. this is like, it's almost like a history lesson when I'm watching mm-hmm. this. And, and, you know, maybe a movie like Joker, I'd look back in 50 years and like, get it and like, see what they were trying to do or whatever. You know, I doubt that,
2: mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, was um, continuing the Joker troll, uh, joke I, I know, <laughs> I know, <laughs> gotta do it.
0: Um, Okay, so are we ready to jump into the plot? Anything else we wanna discuss before we talk about the actual movie?
1: No, I don't
0: think so. Oh, I had one more thing. And I think I've said this in a previous episode, but for people, I feel like this just happens anytime someone announces a movie is over two and a half hours, people start crying in the streets. (laughs) They start going, oh my gosh, Martin Scorsese's coming out with a movie. It's three hours long, or it's three and a half hours. Movies are getting so long these days let me just set the record straight movies have always been long they've always been short and they always vary in length all the time i've watched several movies before 1920 that were over three hours long so you know what (laughs) stop saying that people
1: (laughs) also scorsese coming out with a movie that long is a gift
0: yeah that well yeah people who are saying that it's like you were never going to see this movie just shut up and keep <laughs> watching go go watch the zack Snyder cut again or whatever that you yeah know. yeah
1: yeah yeah hey Which, hey, hey. <laughs> hey
0: no here is the rule so we made this rule on our last episode that you have not heard and you won't hear until like oh. three months from now but uh we mentioned this movie and our guest i think it was jeremy eden mm-hmm. said said well you know what if someone's, or maybe it was Dan, said, "If you, uh, if you watch the Snyder cut, that's four and a half hours," and I said, "You know what? If you
2: watch the Snyder cut, you have to watch this movie. That's that's the rule. <laughs> it's it's how you pay penance for watching the Snyder cut." Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Watch something good that's four and a half hours long. <laughs> kind of bring it back. Yeah. I still kind of respect yeah, I it. it. I,
0: I think it's terrible, but it was mm. a very fun experiment, and I did actually enjoy watching it from a like academic viewpoint. I'm not oh. putting that in the Joker camp.
2: All right, so... <laughs> oh, hey oh. Ding. <laughs> Let's move on.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so the movie begins, and we're introduced to Dr. Mabus, who... It talks to this scrawny guy, and he's like, Oh my gosh, all you do is.
1: You got to stop doing cocaine do or else cocaine. I'm going to get rid of you. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> and okay, I got to go again here. I was just pretty surprised and excited with how this movie started because, again, all these movies that I've watched, and I know I, I haven't seen everything, so maybe there's a lot of examples that disprove what I'm about to say, but they all usually start very much like here's the characters here's the story here Mm -hmm. we go and this was like you get thrown into it and you i mean they don't even say dr mabus until like three hours into this movie oh
1: yeah wait is that true
0: yeah they don't they didn't say his name
1: what about though at early on in the movie they're talking about psychoanalysis and he's giving like a lecture isn't that him
0: oh yeah that was it actually that so not three hours maybe like an hour into the movie They felt like
2: three
1: hours, but when you're not watching it with music, it kind of. (laughs) I'm sure it
0: did. (laughs) But it was it was very interesting just being like thrown into the action, and the movie just begins. I mean, I it's four and a half hours, and I don't feel like there's really much to cut. I wouldn't really cut anything from this. Like it's all pretty essential, and it just goes catch up with us, which I think has got to be pretty exciting for viewers in 1922.
1: I'm sure some of it can be streamlined in ways I, in certain ways. Sure. I don't know. I, I, not that, I mean, I, I enjoyed every moment of it. I, and maybe it's, I, I, I know it's not just because we watched it. The first part of this movie four days ago. I know Uh it's not just because (laughs) of this, but after we watched the first hour and took a break, I was very confused about what was happening. Yeah. And very lost. And maybe the little bit of that was you were thrown into it. And that's not a complaint i yeah. think that made it very exciting um but i i think not until we started the second hour i was like starting to pick up on things
0: and that i'm, I'm with you i think if we had watched it the way it was designed which was you sit there and you watch two and a half hours yeah i don't think mm-hmm. i think it, that experience would have been fine you know it would have been yeah. like watching any other movie where you're like what's going on what's going on what's something going
1: on? I, I do love about this happens in long movies sometimes and this one in particular So we are introduced to Maybooth, but then we are introduced to Hole. And he seems like he's going to be like our guy in this movie. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're with him for a long time. I mean, like half the movie, basically. Yeah. And within that time, we are introduced to Prosecutor Von Wink. And I just thought he was just some dude that's just like good at his job, doing his job. Yeah. But it's really Hole who's going to figure out all this stuff. So later on in the movie, when Hole dies... It was very shocking to me, and it's like, oh no! It's like Prosecutor von Wenck is like the guy.
0: Yeah, you're right.
1: Is how, yeah, it was cool. I liked that,
0: <laughs> like the shifting of the main characters, unbeknownst to, like, like it kind of defied our expectations, even though it would be so old.
1: Yeah, when really, at the end of the day, the main character is Mabuse. Yeah, but
0: it's and like who's t- going to take title him character, down? Number one on the call sheet. Yeah. So then there's this guy on a train. He's got a briefcase, and Mabuse has hands and eyes everywhere
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, some would say he has 1000 eyes he has them <laughs> everywhere did
1: someone say that in the movie
0: the third movie is called the 1000 eyes of <laughs> dr oh, <Mabus>. oh, okay. <laughs> there you go <laughs> uh, so uh they get this briefcase they get it to him um and let's see yeah it's so hard to explain well it has this. a
1: contract I... inside it oh yeah this is mm-hmm. very convoluted so this I... is the <laughs> stock market situation yeah, so yeah. Th- there was yes. a contract inside it and it was on the way to like that some swiss swiss company was giving it to some other yeah. company and it didn't get there in time so the stock market was crashing and every every man in their top hat was shaking in their boots and they're yeah. like yeah erasing the chalkboard, and are shiny tanking <laughs> and then there's like a statement that goes out that's like (laughs) we didn't get the contract this is bad and then right at the opportune time they got the contract and everything's fine but within that time was it may Booth bought the company or something
0: so i think (coughs) he got everybody to offload the shares yeah which i believe they call was that a bear market or a bull market
2: uh bear market so yeah it goes into freefall and it's actually the deutsche mark it's the currency is falling like crazy and he's okay he's purchasing up the right everything at uh half the price really i think if i remember the numbers correctly people are just trying to unload as fast as they can because the currency is falling apart the economy is falling and he's just i'll buy it all and no one thought that was suspicious but you know whatever (laughs) but yeah yeah just it's fascinating, and then of course he had planned for the briefcase to be found,
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah,
2: and for it to be announced at the right time, and then boom, stock goes flying.
0: Yeah, and then it's called a bull market.
2: Bull market, yeah, one or the
0: other. So when it's going yeah. down, it's bear. Uh-huh. You got You got bear down for midterms, like in community. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Of course, uh, which we all know is offensive. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe you'd put that someone just got killed by a bear. That's
2: so offensive.
0: Oh, man. And that's then such a uh, great show
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: you know, That's one of the, my favorite jokes from the show uh, uh, Of many favorite jokes Um, but yeah, and then when it goes back up, it's bull market. Yeah, um, and, and I think you know, yes, it was confusing. I, You know, I got the gist of it, but I also think, to your German audience, they're probably like, yeah, okay, you don't need to even explain that it's a bull or a bear market. They're probably like, we understand this is happening every day around here. So is this
1: to illustrate his conniving nature and, like, is it important for us to know that he just made a ton of money based on what he's going to do throughout the movie? Well, I, or is this just an example of that? Of, of that. Well, him?
0: this is how he spends his days, as the title card says. Oh, okay. Uh, Thanks for <laughs> remembering then, that. Yeah. And then <laughs> we will see how he spends his nights. Uh, I think, you know, one is just showing, I mean, this is a man with so much power, he can manipulate the markets.
1: Uh-huh. Yeah.
0: And it's helping with the allegories that are what's happening with Germany right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I think all of this is just playing in tandem with not only will he gamble with cards, but he'll gamble with like a a country's um, like currency. Mm -hmm. So this guy is (laughs) like, he's like a a, a god in a way. He's like a supervillain. Yeah. Yeah. So that that already i was like this movie is not the movie i thought it was gonna be (laughs) (laughs) i thought it was gonna like open with a murder and then dr maybus would come in with a pipe and be like okay let's solve this murder and boy was Mm -hmm. i yeah i thought
1: it was gonna be like pretty by the numbers kind of in that genre
0: yeah um yeah i i really couldn't i mean it's it's funny when you watch something so old that you're like okay i know storytelling i'm gonna see this (laughs) from a mile away and i had like (laughs) no idea what was gonna happen
2: in this no
1: especially like as the movie's getting towards the end and it's like i don't think they can best this guy i know i was (laughs) thought of everything i know
2: (laughs) well that i that i was so confused in this story and then the story with the with hole because i was like wait isn't he the hero why is he doing yeah. all these things? Yeah. Oh, he's getting back at the rich. Okay, I get it. Right, right. He's like a he's a Robin Hood character, yes. and then it just keeps getting worse and worse. Right. Yeah. Oh, this is I'm rooting for Joker at this point. Great. Yeah. Uh, which is right. an interesting, it's a cool feeling in a movie to like have yeah. that surprise. You got tricked.
0: Like yeah. And I, I I'm wonder, supposed to root for
2: this guy. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I I would wonder if the audience in the 20s. Wouldn't have that experience that we have bringing our modern lens, which is kind of cool. Like, I don't know if that would have been yeah. different for them, but maybe they'd have been like, "Oh yeah, Maybus, famous book," or even just the way it's set up. Maybe they're like, "Definitely a bad guy." <laughs> well, apparently the actor
1: was known for being villainous. But so... well, I, right. but I
0: think this might be what gets him there, right? Oh, I don't know. Uh,
2: I I think he had a couple by... more a couple films before this. That, okay, that but okay. even kind of... that,
1: like, I I do wonder. But even still like with storytelling in in a silent film where you do have to be hyperbolic overacting. Uh And this guy (laughs) is, he's so, he has such a look, such a menacing look. And it's like, is that enough for people to know that he's not to be trusted?
0: I probably, especially if he'd already done some evil roles, you know, it'd be, it'd be like, uh, I don't know who's showing up. Somebody, somebody showing up. Who's always a bad guy. Well, like Bill
1: Skarsgård in um, the barbarian. Like that cast perfect was so example.
0: Great. Yeah. Cause yeah. you're like, when's this guy gonna do something bad? Yeah. <laughs> cause right. you're just like pre programmed to think that about it.
2: Right. Um, did you see and, Barbarian? You know, the, no, I haven't seen it. I've, I've heard about it and I haven't seen it. But um, it's interesting though, cause you think maybe they had the books out. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's other evil mastermind characters in the zeitgeist. Yeah. Uh, the, like, I guess. Uh, He's in this character was influenced by Fu Manchu,
1: okay, which right. is
2: a character from what you know Chinese mastermind scientist kind of evil character. So they they may have had a different experience of going in like no this guy's the evil master criminal mastermind dude. yeah, and we're coming in at just blank yeah hey and this looks yeah. like the hero and we get just blindsided so it's it's I mean that's why film and movies are cool is you can have two different experiences. Yeah. 100 years apart of the mm-hmm. same content. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's kind of blowing my mind, actually. Yeah. yeah. Like they might not have had that experience. They're just yeah. like, oh, yeah, he's so manipulative and da da da. And yeah. we're just like, oh, when's. When's he going to use this for good? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, I
1: don't know. It seems like he's having a good time. He's going to go to the slums and hand
2: out cash. And like... He's yelling at people
1: for doing cocaine. I mean,
2: yeah. he's, he's like, like yeah, he's like on the Danny right side. Ocean, you know? He's, he's like, anti drug. Cool. He's part of the <laughs> DARE program. <I> mean, <laughs> <laughs> he, he hired a former addict. I mean, he's a great guy. What's yeah. Going on? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which,
0: uh, fun side note for listeners if you want to re listen to us explain how the character Fu Manchu was invented and how the author oh. came up with it, go back to mm-hmm. our Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings episode where we That's explained right. the inc- incredibly racist, insane little story that involves a Ouija board and a novelist.
1: What? I don't remember what you're talking about.
0: Yeah.
2: It's wild. Absolutely You're wild. talking
1: about the character Shang-Chi. because No, he was Fu Manchu.
2: No, oh, okay, no Fu okay. Manchu. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: Well, I mean, yeah, so what happens is he was talking to a Ouija board and asked it, like, what a character should be or something to that effect. And it spelled out. Uh, I think it's I think it's spelled out. Who yep, is he? This novelist who wrote these Fu Manchu novels. And yeah. It's it spelled out Yellow Man. And then he wrote the Fu Manchu yeah. books. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, man. And then that
0: character was a villain to Shang-Chi for many years in Marvel.
1: Oh, and then
0: eventually, I mean, listen to that episode, folks. But then Marvel's like, ooh, we gotta, we gotta write the ship on this. Uh, yikes. (laughs) So then we get (laughs) Dr. Mayboost, how he spends his nights, and he goes to a club in disguise, another disguise.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And uh, disguises
1: genuinely look really good.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're (laughs) really cool. And uh, there, it was kind of crazy because there was this there there was nudity in this movie which i i i was surprised me for it being in the 20s um but this woman's dress gets like blown off in a show yeah um which was this weird thing where we're watching it the whole time and it's like what is this because there's these huge figurines (laughs) on on stage that don't they
1: like blow off her dress yeah, like yeah, like a, yeah yeah
0: yeah they keep on blowing on her but i it was like totally lost on me because i was just like what are those <laughs> supposed to be i was so confused <laughs> and then they blow off her dress and everyone like freaks out in the audience and i was i was shocked in a way that that, that was <laughs> yeah, a me too. movie from this time and period. that that is the her, yeah. that's
1: cara Carosa.
0: Mm-hmm. oh that, that was her yeah because Paul okay, is
1: very taken with her yes and they he pursues her and Pretty soon into it, we discover that she's with Nabu's.
0: Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. Did you have something yeah. else about that? You, I thought you were about to say something. Well,
2: I mean, it was just, it was just very interesting. Just the amount of um, suggestive yeah. images in that. Yeah. For I was like, wow. But it is, it is the twenties. Expressionism in Germany is big. Yeah. And it's modernism. Yeah. So a lot of, I mean, a lot of the the cultural things we might associate with a hundred years ago are being broken out and broken down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that's, that would be what's okay. But still, I kind of, I was very shocked. I was mm-hmm. like, what is, what's going? Cause I don't know if it's full. If it wasn't. I think she's wearing like a tight. It's like uh, undergarments. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's her, but there's also the one in the shell before the Venus, the Milo. Yeah. Or you're like, is that, Nudity, or but yeah. they've got like this. She's got this tight, like leotard. Oh, okay. On. I, I okay. it's not like tell. you're like. Okay. Oh, that's how they got away with that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was like, man, 1920 Germany was crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's just so you know. We just think of like grand grandparents living only right time. Yeah, there
2: were no young but, people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no young. Pe- no, apparently there's lots of cocaine and dancing. And- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently so. <laughs> so it was um, just it, it was wild.
0: During this performance, uh Maboose singles out of this guy named Hull, who he knows from his note cards, uh is like a millionaire son, and he takes him to this place called the seventeen four club and he gambles with him.
1: And he's he's doing a psychoanalysis hypno stuff on because he yep. keeps complaining, complaining of a headache.
0: Yeah. Yeah,
1: and he like gambles away so much of his money.
0: Uh, yeah, and and he has he even has a winning hand when when Mabuse leaves, he has a winning hand, and everyone's like, "Why did you do that?" Yeah, why'd you
2: lay down your cards?
0: (laughs) Yeah, and he goes, "I don't know." And then he's and then he they say, "Who was that guy that you that you came with?" And he says, "Yeah, who was that guy?" And I was kind of like, "Oh, so is this this is just I was not expecting this, not what I'm expecting." (laughs) Yeah um and so then this around this time is when wank uh begins ha- no 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 hole begins a relationship with Carosa, and it kind of like time jumps a little bit i think a couple of weeks mm-hmm. or like a month or something
1: isn't she kind of working him
0: yes yes she is because okay. she's working for mabuse okay um and then, and she even has that monologue where she's like, am I really monologue? It's a silent film.
1: Uh, <laughs> it could be a monologue. She says,
0: am I really nothing more to you than a means to an end? Which again, going back to these themes of using people mm-hmm. uh, and the rising Nazi party. Then there's a montage of this guy getting rich. Did you guys catch this part? Here? I don't remember it. There was this man getting rich who, he, who he's going to then like rip off. Mm -hmm. um how does he get rich i I just like it was one so something i have noticed if if i'm being honest when i when you're watching silent films a lot of times there's like a point that i that i reach even if i'm really enjoying it where i realize the the last like you know three minutes i was thinking about like what i'm gonna have for dinner or something like (laughs) that yeah (laughs) so i was hoping when i said that that one of you was going to be like oh yeah the montage of the guy getting rich i get it
1: bummer we all were thinking about dinner too.
0: <laughs> no, Mike was, Mike was praying
2: probably, right? Yeah. They had, had, had to go back up to Vespers for prayer. So yeah, probably was thinking about, Oh, there's the bells. I got to leave. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> so, uh, so it's, I, it's tough with the, 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 uh, the next movie does it too. Every once in a while, there's these scenes where like, it's going back in time or forward in time, or maybe it's a vision. We don't know. And it, like, Uh interweaves through the story. And I found myself many times, like, going, I'm not sure where I'm at anymore. But then it brings you back to the main story, and you don't really care. Yeah. (laughs) It's like, okay, I guess that's relevant. But I'm here. I'm back in. I'm paying attention. I found myself, like, in four and a half hours, happened quite a bit. Like, I had to remind myself of story points quite a bit Mm -hmm. um, throughout watching it.
0: I know, it's it's one of those weird things where it's like part of it is maybe we're just modern viewers and it's difficult mm-hmm. to watch older movies. But then mm-hmm. then then, you know, I do think of even some of my favorite movies. When I'm watching Goodfellas you know, uh-huh. my mind doesn't wander, but it's like, oh yeah, who's the guy that they're referring to that they just killed right. uh, back at the <laughs> casino, but they didn't show that scene? And then it's and they like they keep
1: saying people's names, but they're not they in the scene. They're, yeah, and then like
0: you watch the movie again and you're like, "Oh, that was the thing." Yeah. And then you're mm-hmm. like, "But why did this character do that again?" Then you watch mm-hmm. it again and you're like, "Okay, that, but I forgot that other thing that I had remembered last time, you know." Yeah. That's just how complicated movies oh, are. Oh, sometimes,
1: sometimes I'm trying to focus so hard on the plot, that i actually miss so much of it right right mm-hmm. that's like i feel like mm-hmm. that's a common issue yeah. that i have <laughs> it takes me like a second viewing
0: well and i i think actually doing a podcast uh is one of the most helpful things for movies we cover because something like the godfather mm. movies when we covered those i feel like i really have a pretty dang good understanding of yes. the plots of those movies yeah whereas before i'd watch them and it'd be like okay the next time i watch it I'll like catch all the plot stuff exactly but when you're writing it all down and then you talk about it for two hours you suddenly remember this stuff so much better yes oh yeah for sure um yeah so start a podcast people if you want to remember <laughs> movies better um so now we're up to act three and um he is gambling and oh, um is he
1: M- mabuse
0: mabuse No, no, no. He he goes to Hull and he says, "You must pay my hundred fifty whatever that you owe me." Mm -hmm. A gamble Uh is still a gamble. Um, and there's a little guy in a huge coat that looks like a penguin in one scene.
1: (laughs) Yeah the the most of the the coats during this time period in history, it's like oh, interesting style at this point. It's like everyone's a
2: box. (laughs) Yeah, totally. But then stay warm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Hull, you know, meets with the prosecutor. And then now Mm -hmm. we're like introduced to what we discover is our main character an hour into this movie. Yeah. Uh, And he goes to a game. And this is probably, this might be my favorite part of the movie because he's in a gambling game and a gambling game. Oh, brother. (laughs) I'm such a square. Um, And Mabuse starts using like hypnosis on him,
1: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and
0: the way this scene is edited and stuff, I I'm telling you. Oh yeah, it you, was
1: so awesome.
0: I we are not anti CGI in this movie. I am or in this podcast, I am not. But I'm telling you, some of the stuff I see in a movie like this, I think I would prefer. Over a ton of stuff that, that they put in movies just willy nilly all the time now. That I was like, you know what? A, a little loose, jumpy cut would not bother me. It would look cooler. Right. So, right.
1: how did they do this? Because, it, so I think what you're referring to is Maboose, like the the camp- <laughs> This is <was laughs> <unnormal. clears throat> Everything goes dark except for his head. And he has uh-huh. like a floating head. Uh huh. It's probably someone getting their trash can.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I th- I was like, oh out. my gosh, thunder's really coming
2: down. <laughs> it is looking
1: stormy out there (laughs) go go ahead he's Uh, like a floating head
0: yeah so they they did this shot and so most of the time this stuff's composites yeah Um, and so but they they do this shot and and i didn't realize what they were doing till after i think i know what they did but mabuse is sitting there and there are these men standing around him and everyone fades away and then it's just his head but it's in Uh such a way that it's not connected to his body. Mm -hmm. And so I think what they did is they filmed that shot and then they put up the film and they had him stand in front of it. And then they cut his head out, projected it onto that shot Mm -hmm. and then made the light go away. It was so effective yeah, and it was so creepy. And he's got this crazy like Wolverine type hair Mm -hmm. going on. Mm Yeah. Uh, it's like, it's like if someone was like, I'm going to write Wolverine in the, in the early 1900s or late 1800s, <laughs> that's how they would style him. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Um, and then he's, he's telling him that he, he got these glasses from Sunan mm Fu.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And so this becomes like the trigger hypnosis word. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, during the movie it's
1: written on the table
0: yeah he's trying to grab his cards and when he wipes over the cards the the words appear and disappear and mm-hmm. they're like projected lights which of course i think they're just painted on and then projected onto the screen yeah. but it, it is so freaking effective yeah oh my gosh it looks so good mm-hmm. and it was it was such a good it was so eerie and strange yeah the whole thing but the prosecutor is able to break his hypnosis and he he doesn't fall Come to back. it okay yeah. and then they chase Maboose. um he gets away and um then our our boy our new main character gets knocked out then oh yeah in the car act four is over yeah many more acts to go um he wakes up on a boat um and then hill finds note to girl about luring hill to new club Oh, Yes, it auto-corrected. Edgar.
1: <laughs> so I, I think it's yes. be, right before the it's around this time too when prosec- when the prosecutor's like uh don't don't trust women <laughs> basically. Yeah. Yeah. And then um around this time that's when she's like I think like there's this new club opening, we have to go tonight. We must go. And mm-hmm. that's when he finds the what you're just talking about. Yep um they do go and i i thought it was just I, I feel like this is this is what happened where prosecutor gives him that advice um mm-hmm. they all go to the club uh uh-huh. and the prosecutor like confides in another woman
0: right Right? stuff like, <laughs> yeah like, kind of like, immediately yeah um
1: <laughs> just funny um
0: but then they're at this club and the can't there's there's like this table that's a circle that they can st- flip a switch to hide everything. If the police come, <laughs> it's pretty cool. Very cool. And the camera like dollies around this man in the center. And anytime there's movement in movies, like even pre like the fifties, I'm always like, what? Yeah. This looks amazing. Um, so that was pretty exciting. Um, and then I whole is shot in this scene. In yeah. This, in this act.
1: Yeah. So the police do show up. So, the prosecutor's there with them Uh and i think he tells his partner like i'm gonna try and leave without the woman noticing me caroza because he doesn't trust her yeah um so he does leave i forget why he leaves he might be just like on the trail of who of mabuse or you know who he's trying to find and then Mm -hmm. do the police show up and that's why everyone's running
0: (sighs) ah This was this was the scene that we watched on Sunday. The police,
1: the police <laughs> don't kill him though. It like it. No, he dies yeah, because, as as a result of like the bad guys.
2: Yeah, yeah, but because the countess, the the lady that uh, von von Beck talks to, she gets put in jail, right?
1: Ah, uh, Carosa Along, does. Uh,
2: with Carosa, right?
1: Uh, later on, they, she does. That's as a little like later, a,
2: but, but that's a little weekend. later though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but because... I, I think the cops do come and that all leads to all this. Yeah, yeah, it's right? like the chaos yeah, Chaos
1: right. ensues, Hole dies, yeah. gets shot and killed, and Carosa is arrested there. Mm-hmm. Um, and by this point, the pros- prosecutor is like, you know, he's really suspicious about everything, and he's like, she has to know something. And that's right. when he's interrogating her. Yeah. Eventually, he gets Countess told to like, can you go in and like pretend like Mm-hmm. oh i was there that night and the police were crazy like <laughs> get information out of her
0: yeah and then uh the husband of the second woman countess told countess told uh mm-hmm. he is caught cheating at cards and again it's when Maboose is around and he doesn't mm-hmm. know why he cheated mm-hmm and that's another great I mean all of the hypno hypnosis stuff in this movie is shot really cool.
1: Uh-huh. And
0: again, this yeah. guy, this actor just has a face. Mm-hmm. I mean, he does look like he could hypnotize you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, just looking at the movie. And yeah. then <laughs> around there is when part one ends. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then it's part two, Inferno. Ooh. I think they, they had cooler titles than that actually because the first one was like in uh something of our do you have that in front of you Mike? It's like yeah, it one was, was... Uh,
2: the the great gamble, a picture of the time. Okay. Grober's I'm I'm not gonna read the German. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then although the German sounds cool for the second one, it's Inferno, a game for the people of our age. Ah. Dang. Oh, so cool. Ein Spiel von München. <laughs> German zeit germany just oh, that's sounds cool, cool. <laughs> oh, yeah,
0: <laughs> and you know uh, i i saw another another critic who said like again with with comparing this to mo- the the germany of that time like mm-hmm. even by these titles fritz lang is is very much like putting it like this is this time a game of our time yeah. of like this yeah. is happening right now mm-hmm. um so it's it's not like how sometimes people read into stuff and you go like, I don't even know if they knew about this or that or whatever. Uh, this is very intentional. Um, mm-hmm. So then the husband goes to the prosecutor and they set up having Mabuse come. Uh, the wife captured not to even utter her husband's name. Yes. So
2: mm-hmm. the wife
0: is captured by Mabuse and he's basically mm-hmm. like, I love you, let's run away together. Right. Um, and even the way he plays that is cool because it seems like she still seems like a means to an end that he just hasn't figured out at the moment.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Even though yeah. he another, another he loves tool. her, yeah, mm-hmm. it it never feels like oh, and Doctor Mabu's fell in love, mm-hmm. right? You
1: know, <laughs> it's just possessive.
0: Yeah, um, and then they they try to. Oh, I wrote breakout, but it turned out it wasn't a breakout. They're they're trying to figure out what Carosa's done, and they're going to figure out a breakout for her in prison. And mm-hmm. this is when I felt like the Nazi stuff was really starting to feel strong, because as right. we mentioned earlier, it's like, are you going to help her? And it's like, no. Why? Uh, you know, and and then she's they're they're coming to the the cell, and then he hears that she may have flipped, and so he sends poison to kill her yeah
1: even though she hasn't she's been so faithful the whole time
0: yeah well doesn't right? she i think that the i think she does sort of flip when or or no she's just upset and she's like Maboose is never gonna like you know we're never gonna have that happy ending and, no, and it's, yeah. i think she's right on the verge of flipping that's oh, that's, that's, that's okay. what i thought okay
2: yeah, yeah, she's coming to the realization that there's no way out with him. He's,
0: he's opening yeah. he's opening the food.
2: Okay, he's doing it. <laughs> Your dog's incredible.
0: <laughs> he, oh my gosh, we've been, I, so we've come, we have this bin and it has the snaps Yeah, on the yeah side, yeah. and we've come home like three or four times, he doesn't do it often, but it's in yeah. a closet, <laughs> and he'll open the door, pull it out, and then he's able to take the sides off pull off the lid and eat out of it i don't oh, wow. and and we've been like how does he ever do that i just turned around and saw him he does use his mouth because we does? never see teeth marks wait so <laughs> yeah, wow he, does? he was standing there just with us with his his mouth on the blue handle trying
2: to pull it off
1: man he's so that's smart. impressive I, i'm we, not we, even we, mad about we don't it. even get mad it's, yeah, so it's
2: no, like, you're just like no, I get it, dude. You're you're impressive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he's, just, he's that bored food. right now. He's waiting for his walk, but it's too hot.
2: Yeah, yeah. once
0: this is over, it's going to be perfect temperature to go outside. Oh yeah, but It'll he's definitely a little bit. He's yeah. definitely getting close to knocking over the iPad. So if we go sideways, you oh <laughs> you see that shake? Oh,
2: yeah, I saw. <laughs> all
0: right. So let's let's get this going here.
1: <laughs> they were not kidding. I thought that when, was doctor.
2: Dr. (laughs) Maboose. Uh what were you saying? I was just
1: gonna say Google wasn't kidding when they say the blue healers get bored.
2: Yes, that's true. (laughs) They
0: do. Um, okay. So yeah, she's she's getting ready to flip. He has her killed, and then they try to blow up Wank, it doesn't work.
1: call him wank
0: wank <laughs> it's
2: just been, it's like i like trying a to find a good way to tell you like von Wink von because the w would bank, be a v, yes so, that's yeah, right yeah. Yeah. Because it sounds like an austin powers name. yeah that's <laughs> what i'm thinking of von bank <laughs> yeah yeah I, like,
0: yeah I like that I'm, better I'm for... <laughs> i was just going confident. i wasn't saying wise. it right i was either. just going like this is what it is i'm just going for it um, I was like, oh, thankfully Jordan Stepped
1: <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like you're calling him a winker or something.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. winker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I mean, this is a movie that used the language limp dick several times. I which would be I was so
1: fascinated to know though, like what version of this movie we watched in terms of the translation. Like like what year was this translated? Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? Because like the the first time they used that word. I, I forgot. I, I should look it up, but like I wanted to look up that German word. Like, what's the literal yeah. translation? Because later on they say that same slur again, uh-huh. but it's what the same German word wasn't up there.
0: Oh, interesting. From, you that got that, that. I remember, uh. that I remember. So
1: I'm just I'm curious about the translation.
0: Oh, did it say limp dick on yours?
2: <laughs> I, I think so. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Yeah, no, it then did. Maybe that's yeah. yeah. But but again, like mine was like on a modern, like a YouTube guy who yeah. does these things so okay i want I, I, now i want to go back and see what the german word was on screen yeah but it...
0: i do think like when when we're in this realm of course people can change things and whatever um and of course mm-hmm. there's an art to translation but yeah at the same time like if anyone is bothering to upload this to youtube i don't think they're bothering to like change it because they're probably interested in showing people what it oh is, yeah no i am
1: just curious though like is that actually the german word for that
0: because right yes maybe
1: may- maybe that's the german equivalent or the yeah. um, the
0: english equivalent you know yeah 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 thing i'm interested in but since they said it in 1922 i think it's a it's not it's, we can start saying it on this podcast right jordan
1: oh okay <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man
1: interesting
0: so yes okay so we're getting actually toward the end here um they they arrest one of his lackeys and then mabuse starts an uprising with the people which again this felt very much you know this nazi party coming into power like Mm -hmm. getting them to just attack the these people and they don't even really know why um Mm -hmm. and and so yeah they they get they start this uprising and then mabuse kills him who does he kill who what does he kill? The uprising. Who who was the guy that was in the police car? Was that one of his?
1: Oh well, he had one of uh, those dudes. I think so. At one point, he he's got the dude that goes to the prison that gives Corozo the poison, and then he's got, simultaneously there's a dude at pro- the yeah. prosecutor's office who sets a bomb off.
0: Yes, and that's yeah, who they're... gets arrested. That's who gets arrested. Yes. They're and transporting then he him to him prison from a window after he yeah he shoots him. A sniper and is shot. That, that is was is that like
1: he's supposed to be like pesh. a martyr yes. for? for the cause. Like, it was supposed to rile everybody up.
2: Yeah. yeah I think so. I think yeah. so okay. yeah, But um, for Maboose, he's just like, I need to close this loop here. In right. Case he okay. And let people know who I am. Right. So, yeah. He's he's um, just taking care of loose ends left and right at this point.
1: Wait, did we I skip mean? the other psychoanalysis scene? The the big show? No, we didn't. Oh, okay, that's as um, Wow. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah, we're getting there. Um, so then the countess told is still not cooperating with him the way he prefers and so um he is going to kill her husband and he is able to will the man to die like from a distance which was pretty wild
1: yeah that was crazy
0: um and then yes because because the the man starts seeing ghosts of himself playing cards and when, when they were in the room, I was like, it would be so cool if they sat down and started playing cards. And then when they did, uh-huh. I was like, no way, no way. <laughs> yeah. And they just flip them over, you know, like just toss them aside or whatever. And yeah. um uh or or I'm actually conflating the scene with Mabuse at the end. But either way, there's cards being played with the husband having his own ghosts show mm-hmm. him that he's cheating. Right. Um, and then uh he dies. And then Mabuse is in the state office, and it seems like the prosecutors pretty much figured everything out. And that's when it's like, okay, fifth act. <laughs> and this is the Philharmonic scene. Okay. And this scene kind of blew my mind uh, several times.
1: Yeah, okay. So he's <laughs> in disguise for this one as well. Um, what blew my mind right away was his like first demonstration of hypnotism or mm-hmm. illusion yeah was was like a mass uh hip hypnosis where mm-hmm. the stage became like a portal which looked like a tropical setting yeah and <laughs> I f- when it first sh- popped up it's like oh that looks really cool you know film wise i get i know how they did that yeah and it's still on a stage so there's that backdrop right there and then you see people starting to walk far yeah. in the background yeah. that that really blew my mind and they walk
0: and so i thought okay they're gonna walk up to where the shots composited which must be the stage yeah and then they walk into the audience in an unbroken shot uh-huh it was magic it mm-hmm. was a magic shot
1: yeah
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh um yeah so that and was as like 1920s they're doing i know this type of i mean that's what they call it movie magic right it's like yeah. they were able to do these wild shots that don't make it. i mean at the time you don't have wikipedia or youtube to go look up how they did this no. i mean you yeah. would have just been stunned yeah. Absolutely stunned
1: oh, looks and so unless good. you
2: were a new york times writer then it was boring <laughs> yeah,
1: apparently it's too hyperbolic
2: <laughs> maybe they really my, cut yeah. all the good stuff yeah maybe you know, maybe yeah, the, the scene wasn't in the movie yeah
0: <laughs> the half half of this length movie cut maybe it does really just suck that bad you gotta have all four and a half yeah. um
2: mm-hmm. have,
0: have you seen sherlock jr Uh. Uh-uh. so that's a buster keaton movie so watchable it's an hour long everybody listening to this should if you've made it this far in the podcast you should watch it but there's this sequence in the movie and i watched it last year that I, it was like my job was on the th- floor i could not understand how <laughs> they did it because he he like gets he goes to a movie in the movie. Buster Keaton and he gets like transported into the movies and the way he interacts with the film as it's changing and the landscape is changing. It, it made no sense to me it made, because he's there are things where he is interacting in such a way because if if i'm remembering right it was mostly unbroken but there'd be scenes where he's like interacting with something that had to have been filmed mm-hmm. like like a beach scene and then it switches to him at the wild west and he's interacting in a different way with different stuff hmm. and i i it was mind blowing mm-hmm. it was kind of mind blowing yeah. uh yeah so you got to watch that movie people <laughs> so then he he does all this hip hypnosis at the philharmonic and then he gets the state prosecutor uh, I like to call him Wank, and he. Uh, <laughs> now you got gets... an explicit rating on this episode. <laughs> uh Oh, Mike! I, I I bet you weren't expecting we to go. get an explicit no. <laughs> no. on a 1922
2: movie. Right, exactly. We got nudity. We got. <laughs> we got. <laughs> oh. But
0: he gets him to drive to this place called Melior, mm-hmm. and then once again you little devil you mr fritz lang he's driving and there's like animated titles flying across the road of like the hypnosis it's telling leading him where to, to go. the quarry
1: quarry, <laughs> quarry? <laughs> out of here that yeah. stuff is cool yeah
0: that stuff is so cool and and you know we were talking about this during the movie i think the the director that that we currently have that does the most that owes the most to silent film is Wes Anderson Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: because his movies do this kind of stuff. He does keep this sort of thing alive. Mm -hmm. And and I realized this earlier this year, like, especially with letters on screen in silent movies, they just sit there symmetrically usually so that you can read the letter. And that's such a Wes Anderson thing. And I always thought Mm -hmm. like, oh, that's so clever, that's so funny. He's like changing the game. And watching these movies, I'm like, oh, he's just, he's just doing what silent he's films used to ping, do
1: paying it. It's just an homage.
0: It's an homage, but there's an irony to it because yeah. he's modern. Yeah. So it's funny. Mm-hmm. And, and and it's like, Oh, you know, Wes Anderson is now in like another stratosphere where it's like, oh, yeah. now, he's riffing on all these movies. And, mm-hmm. and that's, that's not to mention the things he directly riffs with. Like, yeah. There's a great video about him. Um, a scene in, I think it's grand Budapest. That is like, close to shot for shot a scene from um uh oh, the man who knew too much from alfred hitchcock yeah. what
1: the walking scene
0: <clears throat> yeah this yeah. walking scene where he, uh, a character's being chased yeah and, yeah. and there's a, there's this youtube essay on why like him doing that and doing it in the same way informs the viewer in certain ways mm-hmm. and it's like oh man how do these directors do this stuff yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh! <laughs> I,
1: I loved, in the, more towards the end of this movie too, the title cards became like characters within themselves. Yes, Um hey. the, the fonts changed, the the how it was presented actually changed. That was so cool. Yeah, it'd be like a
0: skew or like curved, yeah. or and it just right. Hey.
1: Like anytime I'm seeing a movie today that's coming out today, anytime they play around with how the subtitles are shown in a movie, mm-hmm. it just kind of like it's a little spice. That's added to the movie. Well,
2: Absolutely. Yeah. What What was it in John Wick four? The the letters came yeah. up and then blew away, like blew away like the dust. Oh yeah, when he said in the, sh- in the showdown.
0: Yeah, he yes. said something like you know "to dust we return" or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, then and it the came dust blew away. And those
1: movies have yeah. always had fun, a fun time with subtitles.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They always like emphasize Baba Yaga.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Just like, <laughs>
0: yeah. um, yeah. So then Melier gets in a, or i mean uh vank gets in a car accident and they they uh his his buddies who were supposed to be watching him one who he doesn't like get a in a car accident earlier. they save him oh no they save him and then the car crashes and then the
1: car crashes
0: um yeah and that was kind of crazy it went over a cliff i mean I it could have yeah. been a miniature but it's still uh, yeah i don't think it good. was <laughs> yeah it was funny though even back then they were like well we got to blow it up when it hits the bottom <laughs> yeah exactly come on it's a movie <laughs> it's, deep,
2: it's deep in the movie dna
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> and then we have the big old showdown where they've now cornered mabuse they figured it out um
1: so he's escaping through us like the super yeah. system gets up into that the house where the the blind people are counterfeiting money or working with the counterfeit Mm -hmm. money um but he can't get out of the house yeah and he can't get back in through the trap door so he is like cornered there um a mouse caught in a trap and he just starts going crazy and is like it's like he Mm -hmm. finally is starting to be haunted by his i don't i'm curious if it's guilt or if it's just what he's done
0: well yeah,
1: because um, I just—it just doesn't seem like a character that feels guilt.
0: Yeah, and the machines come to life, which is crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like the—I don't know—is the—is the—is it like the machine of not only the country but these ghosts that are haunting him? Like everything is just closing in on him, and, yeah. and he is now having to pay for what he has affected and done to everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It it almost and and of. And maybe this is so stupid, but if we think of him as Adolf Hitler, as apparently the next movie really hits on, it this is all this almost feels like a like what we, what you'd hope happened in the bunker before Hitler killed himself. Yeah, like he's haunted by every it's, it's, thing yeah. that he did.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, not and not necessarily him freaking out due to the guilt of it, but just having it all be shown to him and attack him. And now he's he's becoming the one that is becoming crazy. All you of know, his victims feel like they become crazy. Exactly and now he's he's now becoming what he's done to everybody else.
1: Yeah. You know um, that reminds me of um an under the dome.
2: Oh that I thought of that when we were I'm just now this. thinking
1: yeah. about that. And I don't want to spoil it for anyone who hasn't read it, but like there there's a character who's very bad. And that how his character ends is much actually like very similar to this. It's probably I I don't even think that that was guilt that he was feeling. It was like it was like his the his evil nature became personified through the people he affected and like Mm -hmm. killed, Mm -hmm. and they ended up killing him.
0: I I also wouldn't be surprised if Stephen King got the idea from watching this movie because he's a film guy too. Yeah, maybe. That, yeah, that's 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 possible. Um, yeah. And then and then they they capture him. And then we're we're set up perfectly for a sequel. Right, Jordan? I don't
1: know. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like we are. But also, it's like it's so far back then, like the next movie might have nothing to do with this. Right. Like, like I, I could see that being a world
0: right 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 yeah they're they're not they're not precious about like like, it's cereal where was the infinity stone in this movie yeah (laughs) Um, as long
1: as the characters mm -hmm. remains consistent
0: yeah yeah i i think i think it probably is taking place after this cool the impression i think i got but um i won't give
2: any spoilers
0: okay (laughs) please don't spoil a 90 year old movie (laughs) <laughs> well, there's
2: a, I mean, it's one of those movies though that like, yeah, I mean, oh no, I know. I don't, you two are the only two I know who have watched it. Now, yeah. or this, <laughs> at least this one. Uh, I don't know anyone else who's watched any of the other movies so or yeah. even heard of them. So, and yet they've influenced so much of what, of the movies we love, which mm-hmm. is interesting. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it, and this is what the end kind of made me want to watch the next one, because I was like, okay, it's quite a bit later. I mean, mm-hmm. not too much later. It's still, what is it, 10 years later? Is yeah, it, it 1933 so, or 1933? Yeah. And so, I mean, that's a good break in between the yeah. <laughs> first movie and a sequel. <laughs> Maybe Disney mean could figure I that out
0: <laughs> 27 years later is the quite third a one. bit later wow. yeah in
2: the 60s so
0: it's so um, interesting i mean that yeah. alone it's worth covering just to see how they relate to each other mm-hmm. you know
2: yeah and it's very it very it feels connected um but there's a new riff, and but yeah. it's still like it's this character this dr mabuse where you're like Ending here, you're like, ah, I don't know where they could go with the next movie, and then yeah, they do some very very cool things. So cool,
0: yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I think I've said my piece on Doctor Mabuse. This movie
1: is really cool. Yeah, That's my
0: piece. I I I hope that if if you did listen and you didn't watch it, I hope you're inspired to watch it. And if you if you really are a movie lover, I hope that you just every once in a while just throw on a really old movie something especially cuz you can watch all these movies for free before like 1930 and mm-hmm. and educate yourself try something a little different it's it it really is rewarding so um you know this is like our film education uh series i feel like we're in, <laughs> we're back in our before sunrise where it's like let's mm-hmm. put on the glasses and try to explain to everyone why they should watch these movies
2: <laughs> these episodes will be exclusively like put out on like Jefferson Public Television or something. Like that. Is that what <laughs> yeah, you guys are gonna yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah
2: We'll have to beep out the Limp Dick
0: comment, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> and you saying wank. Yeah of course, saying, Wink. of course
0: of <laughs> course. Yeah. Uh, what about you Mike? Anything left to say on Dr. mabuse
2: uh watch it and then read about it. Uh, yeah because yeah. The, even uh especially um Fritz is the the director, his thoughts about it and like his commentary. Some of some people say it's like after the fact, like he was making the film, and then people commented, and then he was like, "Oh, yeah, that's a good idea." But what he talks about is pretty interesting, um, yeah, especially in relation to the rise of power of the Nazis, even the philosophy like the Ubermensch mm-hmm. from Nietzsche, all of that is into this movie, so that even deepens it more when you're reflecting on it. So it's it's kind of a cool exercise in history and philosophy, yeah. not just a movie. So mm-hmm. what, watch what, it and then go read about it for sure. Oh.
0: Uh what what because I was I saw the Ubermensch thing and I, I think I kinda got a grasp on that, but do you do you have a better understanding of what that means? It's,
2: so it's like uh it's like Ubermensch, I mean even Superman's kind of based on this idea of like the ultimate man, right? Uh-huh. Both mentally strong, physically strong. Um this basically the Nazis' ideal Aryan super soldier. Gotcha. Okay, is okay. what the Obermensch becomes, and so Doctor Mabuse is kind of like this this version of that. Of like he can control people with his mind, and he's super oh, smart, okay, and yeah. like he he can. Yeah, um, but he's playing with it. Of like, yeah, this gets bad really quickly. Right. Like yeah. This idea that that the Nazis are trying to say that we're going towards will end up just. Horribly, yeah, it won't won't turn out well, and so he's playing with that theme in the next, you know, this film and the next film quite a bit. Uh, uh, This is what you get with that. So, I don't know. It's it's sent me down a a very fun rabbit trail the last few days. (laughs) So well,
1: good. So we don't feel bad about making you watch a four and a half hour movie. No,
2: I (laughs) had. Yeah, I knew. I knew you were the man. (laughs) No. No, it was definitely right up my alley. Um, and it was, uh, I had a beautiful view of St. Benedict, Oregon, the valley, and from my room, and hear bells every once in a while and go pray and, and then come back and watch this movie. So it does
1: sound pretty <laughs> idyllic. Yeah, it, it was cool. pretty great.
2: There's a, there's a, they have a brewery down the hill that you could walk to. It was, wow. it was perfect. <laughs> wow. That's yeah. so
0: awesome. Um, it was a great well, place to watch it thanks for being on do you have anything you want to plug or anything like that no (laughs)
2: Uh, i'll plug the macaw podcast um universe mpu (laughs) keep listening to this wonderful podcast (laughs) well thank you um
0: for us on patreon this month i'm pretty sure we're covering 22 jump street so listen to that oh wow uh and i think we decided we want people to tell us like we want someone to sign up to patreon and ask us to cover the next movie isn't that what we decided on patreon? the next
1: uh patreon movie. yeah if, if whoever like signs can up anything next they,
0: choose. they get to choose a movie yeah uh but i don't timeline wise i don't know we're recording so far ahead there might be another series after 22 jump street <laughs> but we're gonna leave a couple slots open for for a couple okay. of new patrons to to yeah. sign up so uh yeah, thank you for listening, everyone. Next week, it's the testament of Dr. Mabuse. Maybe Go one watch of the it. greatest titles I've ever heard of a movie.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.